gentlemen to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Water, with Lemon Recording Live from the JNA Studios. Uh, I'm pretty fired up right now. Um, could have to do with the complimentary espresso shot I just had. That definitely is helping. Um, yes, it is almost 4 o'clock p.m. Um, so shout out to Delta Roasting in Fountain Valley. They take online orders if you need coffee. Delta Roasting, Fountain Valley. Um, those guys are getting absolutely worked right now. So they, 98% of their business is to restaurants and then it's just a roasting. Like they don't really have a retail location, but you can go up and knock on the door and they'll sell you a pound at cost um, or maybe like 50 cents above cost. So it's like high quality coffee and you can get a full pound of coffee for nine bucks. Um, so they're hurting right now. Um, definitely fear, feel for those guys. So just a reminder to everybody, support your local business. Um, I think, I think I talked about this guy in the pod before. I kind of want to interview him because he's just like, he's the man. He's like, uh, he's just like, he's a French guy. He's from France and he just says fuck all the time. And he has like the thick French accent. So, you know, the coffee's good because he wouldn't, he doesn't settle for anything less. Um, so do we love a local roaster? Um, I'm a big fan of the roaster. Coffee shops great of course but if it's like a true roaster where they're roasting on site really get those smells feel like it's straight from the horse's mouth um i'm all in on that so look up your local roaster not necessarily your local coffee shop a local roaster straight from the well it's kind of like going to the brewery instead of a brew pub so stick that in your pipe and smoke it um Update on the sand situation. I didn't have to put the street sweeper to work. Lucky for them and my neighbors. Um, the I called up the town and you can have a big trash day once a quarter where they just come up and they come early with like a big old dumpster. And the guys there were wicked nice. When they showed up, I was like, hey, I got some bullshit I got to throw out. Um... I also happen to have 100 pounds of sand in these bins. Do you mind if I dump that in? They were like, nah, go right ahead. And they helped me dump it in. So pretty fired up about that. So that's a big relief. Um, besides that, you know, not too many issues with the house. We had the gas company stop by today. Just give a little double check. Um, they said everything's intact. Um Basically, the smells are, I think, are coming from me, not any of the pipes, so that's good. Um, the Nat Dog woke me up at, like, 2 in the morning last night. She's like, oh, my God, it smells like gas. I was like, uh, yeah, that's me. So, uh, no issues there. Um, started to grow grass. So, where the sandbox was, I laid down some grass. Um... First week, nothing sprouted. I was definitely concerned. Um, you really 
take a step back when you can't grow grass and kind of rethink things like, like what, what, what did I do wrong in life? Like, how come I can't grow grass? I feel like that should be the easiest thing to grow. Um, so it's finally coming in. Um, I am, I want to, it's at the point where it's long enough and I think I should mow it, but it's not thick enough. And it's kind of also like when you first start growing pubes, like maybe you should trim them, but you're so fired up to finally have them that you just kind of want to hang on for a little bit. So I think I might keep the grass and just let it grow nice and long and, you know, enjoy, enjoy the pubes. So, so I think I'm keeping the long grass. Um, I did get a bird feeder. So far, this thing is the biggest bust of all time. Um, I knew I wanted one. It was a little bit of a spur of the moment purchase. I was in Home Depot. I thought to get it. Um, usually before I buy anything, I do, I read reviews nonstop. I kick the tires on offer up. I check what MSRP should be via Amazon, Walmart, you know, the big box stores get a feel. And then I like make a decision. I wait a little bit. And then when I finally buy it, I end up returning it anyway. Um, this was very impulsive of me. So I kind of, so I only thought about it for like two days and then I bought it. Um, and I bought the birdseed too. And I, this is, I'm really kicking myself They They had a couple bags and the bag I got was, uh, the, it was the uh, cheapest price per pound. So I got like a frigging 20 pound sack thinking like I was basically going to be like the lady from, uh, you know the bird lady in in uh, Home Alone Two? She's like wicked gross, just covered in pigeons. I basically thought that was going to be me with this bird feeder. Like I was just going to be swimming in birds. I love birds, especially birds in the morning. If you're a morning person, which I am, and you are the first person up in your household, and it's just you and the birds, nothing better, nothing better. So I was like, all right, I'm going to get this bird feeder. We're going to be swimming in birds. I'm going to be eating bird shit for breakfast. We haven't had a single friggin' bird use this bird feeder. It's been over a week. I got, I, it's not, I mean, it's not the Taj Mahal of bird feeders, but, um, I mean, we're talking two story double decker bird feeder, which you don't see a lot of two stories in California due to the earthquakes. So, I mean, I'm laying out the red carpet for these birds and they're just, you know, they're turning their noses up on me or their beaks, I guess. Um, so not happy about it. Um, and it's one of those things. I don't think I can return it. I think I got to leave it up. And by the time I, I decide that it's a complete failure, it's going to be past the return date. Um, so I, I got to do a little research. I mean, if any, we got any arborists, I think those, that's trees, or Audubonists, I don't know, you, first, all right, if you're a bird person, for one, write in, two, when you write in, tell me what I'm supposed to call you, I know you're not an arborist, but it's something along those lines, you're an Audubonist, whatever, number three, what bird seed should I use, why, why, why the hell aren't they eating this frigging grain, it's called, the stuff is called wild bird seed, what more do these birds need, I mean, how, I know, oh, don't even get me started. Do we love bird feeds right now? No, they're pissing me off. Um, 
like not even the squirrels are eating it. I'm at the point where I, I'd be down if like a squirrel or a possum took it out. Um, but I can't even get that. So not happy about that. Happy about big trash day. Happy about my grass pubes. Um, happy about my local roaster, Delta Roasting, Fountain Valley, order online, trying to help my brother out. Um, but yeah, I mean, not, not too much on the docket. Uh, I did stop by the library today. I picked up my DVDs. Uh, some lady saw me walking out. She was like, whoa, where do you get those DVDs? I was like, you just order them. She's like, really? You can just order them and, and you can pick them up? And I was like, yeah, because I'm hesitant to give out this information because it's the community that gets DVDs from the library. We're a very niche group. Um, so you don't want to be giving out this intel because there's already there's already a wait list for the new hot releases. Like, I make sure to order them early, and even then, like, it can take a little while to get them, which is fine, because I have a pretty robust queue that I'm working with right now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's the old, do you help your common man, help, help your fellow brother, the common man? Or, you know, are you letting, is there only so many fish in the sea, and you're letting them eat your lunch? So, she asked, so I gave her the information, I just wouldn't blatantly share it except for the millions of people listening to this podcast, but hopefully most of you guys are not in my network, so if you're going to order DVDs from the library, please do it in your own network, don't do it in my catalog, Um, but I've been on a DVD rampage, Uh, if we need a couple recommendations here, um, alright, number one, The Art of Self-Defense, it's a kung fu movie, it's wicked funny, Uh, I would highly recommend that. I love that movie. Um, if you want a little bit of a slice of life movie, which there's a Latin word that like defines the style slice of life movie. I forget what it is, but I read about it last week. Awesome word. I got to look it up. I'll share it next week. Hopefully, um, movie called mid nineties. Uh, if you were born in the late eighties, any, if you were born anytime in the eighties and you grew up in the nineties, I would recommend checking out the movie mid-90s. Um, if you're not in that age bracket, just skip it. You won't get it. Um, but it, it's uh, phenomenal. Written and directed by Jonah Hill. I'd recommend that one. Um, I just finished up Hotel Mumbai. Uh, that is based on a true story. That is like an action thriller. Think Air Force One, but in a hotel with Indian people. Not... not um, not the feathers, but the dots. Um, that that was a good one. I'd recommend that. Um, and then I just knocked out Shakespeare in Love. Um, that was good. Shakespeare in Love was good. Uh, I would that one actually won Best Picture. I want to say in like '97. Um, so if you haven't seen that, throw that on there. Gwyneth Paltrow in her prime. Uh, then, and you also got, you got Ben Affleck in a supporting role, a young Ben Affleck. Um, so mid nineties, Hotel Mumbai, Shakespeare in Love, um, and, uh, The Art of Self-Defense. Those were, those are some goodies. Um, and then up next, I just picked up a whole slew of them. 
none I'm too fired up about. Actually, I did pick up a beautiful day in the neighborhood, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, oh, you know what I watched was uh, 310 to Yuma. 310 to Yuma is great. So if you haven't seen 310 to Yuma, that is Russell Crowe and Christian Bale in their prime. Great flick. And then the bad guy in it, he is like an awesome bad guy. He's kind of like a like a like a sniveling like number two type of bad guy in all movies, but he's awesome. I forget his name. You'll love it. 310 to Yuma. That was a great one. And then I was on a little bit of a Christian Bale kick, and I watched The Machinist. That movie is outrageous. I have no idea what the hell went on with that one. Um, I had to read the Wikipedia page after to kind of piece it together. Um, So if you like sitting down and really paying attention when you watch movies, I would say watch The Machinist. Um, It's very intricate. It's dark. Um... It had, it's like a kind of a, a noir type film. Um, so yeah, I've been pretty blessed to watch some good movies lately. Um, and if you have any movie recommendations, uh, I've just been ripping through movies. Um, minimum one a day. One, one movie a day keeps... Uh, I don't know what it keeps away. Definitely keeps the boredom away. It keeps the. All right. Right in. What did movies keep away? A movie a day keeps the what away? I don't know. I I don't know. I'm stumped. Um, I really can't think of it. I've been. I watch them while I work though, and I actually the productivity at work has been at an all time high because I think the movie watching has an all time high because as soon as the movie goes on, I'm just like, okay, it's time to go to work. Like, I can't just sit there and watch the movie. I have to work while I do it. So it kind of, like, tells me, like, all right, stop checking your email. Get off your phone. You know, let's be serious and put on a movie so we can do some work. Um, I don't know why it works like that, but it does. I mean, right now, I'm sure Dr. K and Louise are just thinking, like, wow, imagine if we just let him watch movies while he was in school. He probably, you know, would have graduated with higher than a 2.4. So you live and you learn. Well... That's all we have for today. That was the espresso session. I don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. I'm I'm in trouble. So, let's see if we got a little something. Ooh, I like this. This is kind of sensual. Oh, this is uh, Billie Eilish. Uh, she, every single song she sings sounds kind of like it's a Halloween song. No matter what time of year, it's kind of a spooky song. Like her first song, I forget what it was called, but I call it the scary song, and they all sound the same. And I mean that in a nice way. Very scary.